to another episode of The Gym Closet. We have an awesome interview today with Sam Okunola. Um, he is, uh, you know, we talk about a little bit of his military background, as you know, with our season. This season, we're talking about military appreciation and first responders appreciation. So we have an awesome interview coming up. Uh, let's get right to it. All right, today... We are joined by Sam Okunola. He was uh, the IPE World's Champ in 2017, as well as the WNBF World's Runner-Up. Um, he is a Army vet, and as you guys know, here at Crave Gym, we are celebrating our military and our first responders here this season with Making an Impact season. So, um, you know, we're really excited to welcome Sam. What's up, brother? Uh, nothing much, man. Nothing much. Just another uh, beautiful Tuesday. <laughs> right? Just a beautiful Tuesday. And, and you guys will be listening to this on Wednesday. But um, so we, you know, we, uh, I've been following you last year. You know, you've made a huge impact, obviously, in the natural world and, uh, and kind of just kicked ass in every competition that you were a part of last year. Um, how long have you been bodybuilding? Um, first show that I did was. 2009, uh, like a small show back in college, uh, just like a local show wasn't sanctioned or anything like that, and uh, that's where I sort of, you know, caught the bug, and uh, so, I mean, so, eight, uh, nine years, nine years now? What organizations, I guess, have you, so you're a natural bodybuilder, so you're in, um, there's several different organizations, you you competed last year as an IPE pro and a WNBF pro, what are some of the organizations, that, when, when did you get your pro card? So, uh, the first year I ever did was back in college. Just, again, just like a local uh, charity it's called Greek Physique. Uh, nothing really just, I mean, it's not a, on any sort of you know, organization or anything like that. So, uh, I, got, I took a year off and I competed for the first time in a sanctioned show with like tested polygraph and all that stuff. Um, in 2010, I had the uh, OCB. So, at the time, OCB was the amateur uh, division. Um, and IPA was the pro division, so you have to compete in the uh, OCB shows uh, by the IFDA pro card. So sure. I competed in IFDA, then IFDA kind of just sort of dismantled or whatever, it's a long story. Um, then kind of walked into a uh, different organization. Now IB, uh, IB Elite, as they call it. And um, so I've been competing in my segment, so in IFDA. Last year, IFB, the new IFB, and WNBF last year. For the for the WNBF, you just transferred over to to compete yeah. in Worlds then last year. Yeah, that's yeah. the first just time. Just transferred out there. over because um, uh, again, I think it's there's some sort of rules that, that they have based on the time that I got my full card. I was automatically just grandfathered into WNBF, so I didn't have to compete in the WNBF show to get my full card. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think. Uh, that's kind of what what I'm going through as well. So I'll be competing. I've competed in the NGA pro side and the PNBA pro side, and so I'll be doing uh, the IPE uh, this year for the first time. So it'll be uh, that'll be. I, I did a bunch of NAMBFs and actually got my IFPA uh, pro card back in the day. But um, but yeah, that that was kind of a cluster. So you know, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, that was that was kind of a cluster back in the day, man. I was uh, that was. 
I think uh, 2013 was when I went pro or when I got the NAMBF pro side. So what? Uh, so now dive in a little bit into now. Obviously, bodybuilding is a, a passion of yours, and with with your career, what what is it that you do on a daily basis? What's your day job? Uh, my day job. So I am a supply chain um, analyst and inventory coordinator for Anheuser Busch here in St. Louis. So I'm a professional, eight to five, nine to five. There you go. Uh, beer drinker? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> professional beer drinker? Are you a test taker? I won't, I won't call it professional, but yeah, <laughs> I, dab, I dabble from time to time. There you go. And so you were also uh, in the Army. Tell us a little bit about uh, your experience with the Army. Okay, uh, so I uh, went to high school. Uh, so originally I'm from Chicago. Uh, so I went to high school uh, south to Chicago, Thank you for your service. What are what are some of the, you know, you have any crazy stories as far as you know, your active time? I mean, I'm sure if you ask a lot of, a lot of guys with the military, they tell you about the, the first time, you know, going to get to visit training. So my first experience is, you know, um, if we're going to tell you, you this, you know, this pamphlet, unless you breaks everything down for you, telling you, okay, this is what to expect, this is what the course is going to be. I think it's just you to find a just for your family to be like, okay, we know what's going down there, we know what he's going to be doing, we know what she's going to be doing. So you kind of ease your parents' mind. Like, you know, you are going to be in good hands. Until you get there and you're like, okay, holy shit, this is not what I would, <laughs> this is not what it told me. Yeah. Um, and what, what I mean by that is, like, you know, one of the questions I, that I, uh, I was asking at the time was, so, I mean, what's the story about, you know, shaving people's heads? That was, I mean, oh, no, 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 they're not going to shave your head, you know, I mean, like, whatever, whatever. Like, okay, cool. So, what I did was the day before I shipped out to basic, I went to my barber, and I'm like, hey, listen, I'm shipping out to basic tomorrow. I want you to give me the cleanest, like, you know, haircut as low as possible without going bald. And, uh, you know, just, just make it, just make it look, make it look nice. And it did exactly just that. Look in the mirror. I'm like, yes, I am fresh. I'm ready to go. Uh, <laughs> hop off the uh, hop off the bus. You get the usual greeting. You start yelling in your face. You come to the bag. Um, 
took it back down. I mean, just it's a culture shock. One, somebody yelling in your face and telling you, you know, to tuck in your shirt. Um, <laughs> I wore jeans and a t-shirt. I'm like, okay, this is not, you know, we are not in high school anymore. This is a totally different ball game. Right. So somebody yelled in your face. That was good. The next day, they give you this, 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 this old school white uh, sweats on with army uh, on the front. I mean, uh, beat up shoes. And uh, the next day, the information to our team processing. And to, uh, well, the story I'm trying to get to is the next day, they give you this smart card, which, you know, they charge, they, they take money out of your paycheck and just put on this smart card. And that's pretty much what you spend for, you know, come, go to the commissary, go to the DX and buy, you know, toiletries or whatever. And now to tell you, the next day you're going to go to a barbershop and the haircut is going to cost you $10. And to me, logically, I'm like, what do you mean $10? You got my haircut yesterday. Like, I'm not getting my haircut. Right. Um, just uh, cut the story short. You know, I showed up. And before they tell me, before, the, I mean, during the day, they tell you that wherever you go, you need a battle buddy. You cannot go in there by yourself. Uh, you, you're all always going to go in twos. Uh, before you talk to any drill sergeant, you must have a battle buddy with you. All that information kind of just went out the window. So I just went straight directly to my Drew Sergeant without a bad buddy, yeah. uh, telling him, hey, uh, excuse me, Drew Sergeant, I got a question. No. He looked at me like, no. like, it was about to literally murder me. Just like, wow, okay. So I mean, what the fuck do you want? So that's about private. Um, like, uh, I just got my hair cut uh, two days ago. So uh, <laughs> I don't think, uh, you know, I want to get my hair cut. He started laughing. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> so he called another three sergeant over and said, Hey, he said, repeat what you just told me. I told him, I was just trying to laugh. But it just like kept calling a three sergeant over and over again. By the time I was done, I had like six three sergeants around me by myself. The next thing you know, I mean, they literally just swarmed on me, like, Hey, beat your face. I got smoked for like 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, I got that haircut. I mean, it was like a fucking set that I got in my life. He said, like, Fuck your like, fresh cut, huh? <laughs> No more questions for you. Nope. That's, that's an awesome story. What uh, with with some of those stories, you know, and, and some of the things that you learned. Obviously, you were young going in. If you were just out of high school, you know, what what did that experience, um, you know, teach you in like your overall life or your discipline in bodybuilding or your discipline with your career? You know, how did how did that uh, how did the army really manipulate? How, who you are today and, and you know how you act today I mean it, it, has, it definitely definitely um, impacted you know a lot of things that I went on to do after I got out especially in terms of um, not being satisfied uh, with anything really there was a thing um, there was a saying in the military uh, every time you do any sort of task any sort of drills you do something they call AAR meaning after action report and all you do essentially is just like you break Let's break it down. This is a task. Do we accomplish it? What do we learn? How can we make it better? And you just like retool, retweak it, and you know, write it again until you perfect it. Even when it's perfect, the mindset. 
do better at something. Uh, there is something, you know, in the Army Creed said, I'm trained, I'm trained, uh, and proficient on where it's asking drills. So the key is trying to be proficient in whatever you do. Uh, if you're a freaking, I don't know, millman, if you're a driver, if you, I mean, it's always trying to be proficient, trying to, you know, perfect your, uh, your, your, I mean, your drills, uh, your, your, whatever you choose to do in your field, you're trying to be an expert at it and not be satisfied. And that definitely carries over to, you know, what I do, especially from the daily, uh, my work right now, I mean, for a supply analyst, for an uh, inventory coordinator, all you're trying to do is you're trying to improve processes, right? Even the process might be created and you think, okay, this is a perfect process, but in the back of your mind, it's always like, okay, listen, it's perfect, but it always can be better. So, you know, that carried over into, you know, my personal life. Again, um, one thing I did for carrying over into bodybuilding too, for instance, uh, you know, the first time I ever competed, I would, you know, I went pro my first show ever. Um, and I'm like, okay, awesome, this, this is great. I'm not going to jump into pro show right, right out there. I took two years off, you know, just to, I know, because I mean, because I re-evaluated, and I'm not close, so I needed some time off to improve, and improve. Yeah, I went to my first show, got third, uh, went to the second show, got second, took, took another two years off, came back, probably won a show, um, and, you know, then all the, I mean, since then, all that, that's all she wrote, and for my, for my process, going through all that is always, you know, I never... I I, I, told you, I, remember, I remember my losses, the shows that I lost more than the ones that I won. Just because, again, you're trying to improve, you're trying to challenge yourself, what's what's next? Yes, you won the world last year, so what's next? Uh, yes, you prepared for 12 weeks, so what's next? Can you go 32 weeks and improve, you know, your craft? So, in personal life, in, in professional life, in bodybuilding, I mean, definitely learn all those tools from being the military, but, you know, never be satisfied if you think something there's Paul um, so yeah that's I mean, that's one of the biggest um, lessons but I mean just perseverance really too because I mean it's you know if, if anybody's in the military you, something they would always tell you is uh, there is no room for you know complainers you know you know they tell you to do something it's like okay can you jump high high you know you know tell you something roger that moving out you know nobody's got time for complaints nobody's got time for your excuses all you know what you care about is the mission I think you get it done or you don't get it done. I mean, to you get it done or you get it done. There's no, you know, there's no second guessing or there's no, uh, what if I fail? There's no failure. You need to find a way to get it done. So you said, uh, you know, with bodybuilding, you, you won Worlds last year and the question was, what is next? So so what is next on, on your docket for, uh, you know, this season and, and what's the next goal for, for bodybuilding? So... Um, last year, um, I did total, uh, I believe, I think six shows. So it was a busy year for me. Um, that's one of the many reasons why I am not absolutely competing this year, just because, again, it was a long season. I've pretty much died it for almost a year. And, again, it's part of that challenge of, you know, I'm, I'm mentally locked in. Can I be and push myself, um, push this, you know, this complex organism called body? You know, what, what are you doing? You know, what's the body truly capable of? And, you know, it was, you know, it's, it's not, you know, a badge of honor. It's just a little, yeah, I died for a year. No, it's just my, it's my own personal, like, you know, I push. Um, and I know for me to be in there and actually bring my best each time I step on stage, I need to be mentally and physically locked in. Uh, but to answer your question, to circle back to your question, uh, as far as what's left, I mean, 
I mean, I might compete next year. I might not. I'm not sure yet. Um, again, I'm, most of the time when I compete, I take like a year and a half, two years, or more. Even last, last time I competed last year, I took three years off just because, one, you only you make improvements during the offseason. And I didn't have that great of an offseason just because I had a little bit of injuries that I had to deal with. And I just had life to, you know, just life going on, moving and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and you know, I have to sit down and have a conversation with myself. Okay, listen, like, what's the point of competing when you haven't really had a solid, good offseason to actually improve? So until I feel like I've improved a little bit, that's when I actually decided I want to you know, prep again. So I might compete again next year. What's driving me? Uh, for next year, I, I won IP awards. So IP, in my opinion, and WNBA are one, one of the two of the top uh, natural bodybuilding organizations out there. And I got, I mean, I won world at IP, and I want to win world at WNBF again. So I got second at the heavyweight class. And, uh, you know, that to say that's like fuel, you know, that's a fuel to my training right now. Yeah, you can say that, absolutely. I'm lying to you, but, you know, if, <laughs> if I'm telling you, the first thing doesn't motivate me, you know, winning four, well, four or five shows doesn't motivate me. Like, winning, you know, losing, you know, getting second place, that's what pushes, that's what I want to, you know, you know, improve on. Right. So why win, you know, one IP, you know, worlds? Why not win WPF worlds? So that's, you know, that's what I have my uh, eyes set on uh, next time I do compete. When I, if that's going to be next year, I'm not sure. Sure. So do you work with, do you work with a coach? Because I know you I coach yourself, all. correct? So, second? Because so, you coach as well, correct? Yes, I do. So, um, I've always done my own prep. Um, I'm uh, good friends with uh, Ryan Doris, who, uh, another fellow natural bodybuilder. And um, she is actually coming back after like six years uh, hiatus. Uh, I saw that. Because so he uh, did a bunch of powerlifting for a while, didn't he? Yes. So, I mean, and it's... I think a lot of uh, younger guys that follow him for the positive world is that don't really know, uh, you know, who he is as a bodybuilder. Because a lot of them are younger and probably even thought about, you know, lifting when he was like, you know, just running through, you know, the pro ranks when he was a when he was a natural bodybuilder. When he's a when he's a bodybuilder, sorry. so I think it would be good. I mean, it would be good for people to actually see and uh, you know draw more, you know, share. I mean, draw more attention to natural bodybuilding. You know, maybe. Merge out in politics and natural bodybuilding circles together, like, you know, create more, you know, popularity to natural bodybuilding. But yeah, so Doris and I went to college together. Um, we both went to Northern Illinois University, and you know, it was always been my second eye. The guy kind of just bounced things up. Uh, you know, it was you know, I mean, you need that person that gives you that honest feedback to let you know, hey, bro, like you know, you know, step the shit up, like you know, do like your six weeks out, like you know, you should be like, you know, you should be ready about four weeks out. So he's that guy that we go to and until last year and I just wanna, you know, just not second guess myself and just take the, you know, just the mental back and forth out of it that's just focus just executed. And uh that's my that was the first time I actually hired a coach and I worked with uh Brian Ostrom uh all through last year. And uh unfortunately he's not coaching anymore because I mean he wants to, you know, spend more time with family I believe. Um, so that I worked with a coach last year and this time around I'm just, you know, going back to when they come around and get to do my own, sure. um, coaching myself, I mean, do my own prep myself. Obviously we have, I have second, I have people that I trust, I think you just feedback me, but when you send pictures and hey, what do you think? Just some feedback. Right. Yeah, 
I was lucky enough to work with uh, Brian when I when I had my when I got my pro card season in 2013. Yeah, and I, I know his daughters are are getting to the age where you know he's able to care about their athletics a little bit more and, and exactly. less about so, us. I mean, right? when when somebody's trying to spend more time with this, I mean, I'm like, bro, like we're not done yet. <laughs> like, what do you? What do you? What do you? What do you mean you're leaving? Come on, man. <laughs> but you know, it can't. You can't. You know, when a man uh, trying to tell you, "Hey, I'm just trying to spend some more time with family," I can, you cannot, cannot pull up that for that. Yeah, you and, know, uh, I, I think you know, might be the one that could uh, could pull him back into coaching, maybe for one more year. If when you come back, last conversation I had with him, it seemed pretty, uh, pretty, pretty sad. So, like, you know what? It's tough to stay away for that many years, though, you know. So you might give him yeah. give him a year to cool down, and he yeah. might be, he might get the itch again. I you know, you know what I'm, I'm gonna try just for you. <laughs> there you go. So you know, is there any? I, well, actually, I know Jordan had a question here uh, before we finish up. So yeah. uh, something, and you kind of touched on it. I think is um, I was talking to Tyler earlier, and I think one of the things that sets you apart, uh, at least from what I've watched, I follow you on Instagram, so I listen to a lot of your stories and stuff. Um, is uh, your patience when you're lifting. I've seen you do, mm-hmm. the way that you do sets, is a lot of time under tension stuff. And, mm-hmm. and it's just, I, I don't, you know, a lot of times you get in there, especially when you're as tired as you do, and you don't have the patience to take it slow and do everything to make sure you're feeling every muscle and do all that. And it seemed like at least every time that I saw you, you were doing that. Would you attribute that uh, to who you really with the Army, or do you think that you kind of had a lot of that in you beforehand, or where do you think a lot of that patience comes from? <laughs> I'm crazy, laughing because, because I'm like, I'm thinking in my head like, oh, I mean, I know exactly where that patience comes from. Patience comes from, that patience, I mean, yes, in the, uh, I guess the deeper uh, reason behind that is evaluating things, right? You know, when thing, something you know goes wrong, or you think it's not working right, it's not, or it is going right, you, you, you always evaluate, you know, okay, how can I be better about, uh, uh, about this uh, specific process? Um, yes, but to be honest with you, the reason why I slow things down is because, I mean, you can look at some of my things, like old YouTube videos when I Doris and I used to train, it's always like, you know, younger guys, you know, no injuries, so nothing like that, you get to the gym, forget about mobility, forget about just warming up, just get in, you know, throw, throw out some weight, and, you know, and you go home and you pound some protein shake and, you know, you grow up. And that was that was that was you know, years back until uh, for the, I mean for the last like four years or so I think I was black I was doing some lack pulls or something like that and uh, I pulled something in my lower back so I've been having like a, a lot of QO issues one of the main reasons why I took three years off just because was that that issue was like so bad like you know training just sucked like you go you always working around injuries and one of the things that I actually used last year. It's taking the time to rehab at the same time, you know, use a lot of tempo. And my my logic is, okay, if I'm not, I don't want to, there, there are times in your training when, you know, you need to fire that in the fast switch muscle, that last three reps, that those are the, you know, that's when you actually break your you know, tissue down. There are times in place for those, well, in, in, a training, in a training program. But at the same time, I need to make sure I'm feeling that, you know, whatever part, part of the body I'm training that, and I just waste the movement. I you know, feel the contraction. And the only way for me to feel that contraction is by actually being, you know, patient, slow the movement down, and make sure I'm doing it correctly. Uh, you know, uh, I think there's a saying that, you know, uh, uh, I think slow is fast.
lot of injuries. But when I actually slow the movement down um, or use something like an occlusion training, I want to like do tempo and tempo. By the time I do a tempo, like two, three sets, I'm already like wrecked. So, and but by the time let's say I'm doing let's say four sets of uh, a four set, two sets of, uh, of squats, for instance, just a normal range of uh, rep range, you know, ten, ten to twelve, with the same weight. That's I'm doing through fifteen. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be tasking my muscles if I do tempo with the same weight, and I guarantee I'm not gonna get to the fifteen reps just because again I want to feel every muscle fiber. And throughout last my training last year, most of my training are tempo, and I saw great results just from doing tempo, being patient with the movement, and feeling the movement, and I just rushing through it, and actually making sure I am feeling every muscle fiber. At the same time, I'm challenging and pushing myself, you know, increasing the weight, uh, just to make sure the volume is still, you know, increased, but just the movement has been slowed down, I mean, it's slowed it down, and then make sure I'm executing properly. That's what suggests, you know, strong motion. But to answer your question, the pace, I mean, the, the slower training style just came from, you know, a lot of, you know, little shitty injuries I've had in the past, and just like, you know, everybody that slowed shit down. Makes sense. I've been there. That sucks. Yeah. This January, actually, before right when I started my prep, I fucked my back up for three weeks, and I, it is it is it is the worst. Like you want to mentally, you want to go in and just fuck shit up. At the right. same time, it's like you go in and like ah, okay, slow down, but you can't you can't you can't do that because you have to book around injuries, and it's like you know it can be can be changing at times. So slow the movement down, and I mean I, it's it's been one of my biggest like revelations. I mean, there are times, don't get me wrong, I'm always, you know, there are times you like plowing through it. But there are times when, like, you know, most, 80% of the time, I'm definitely like, you know, I need to feel what I'm pushing before I start. I'm like, the first rep might be very, very slow controlled. But okay, we got a nice group going on, then I just do a normal rep, just, you know, rep it out. Just to finish up here, you know, what is one thing that, you know, that you would want some, a, a stranger to, to know about? to know about you? Um, a stranger to know about me, I'm not special. Um, I'm not, um, I don't think I'm gifted by any means. Um, I'm just an average guy. <laughs> there is a saying that, um, that, uh, so when people like, I've got a lot of questions and people are like, oh yeah, you know, they're motivated by what I do. And to me, it's like me saying, oh my God, like, you know, I love the way you brush your teeth. Like, wow, it's so impressive. But like, it's like, to me, it's just seeing, you know, like, oh, really? Like, don't you brush your teeth? Like, isn't that what people do? Like, you know, maybe because the background or the way I've been brought up, you know, it's just seems so normal. Like, you know, mediocrity is not something that I do well with. You know, it's, if you accomplish something, if you check that off, it's always what's next. What's next. But does that make me special? No, it doesn't. Anybody can do that too. Um, I would tell you, like, you know, if, if anybody that you follow on social media that's going after it, they're not a special being. They're not, you know, from a different cloth. They are the same person as you, as me. They breathe the same hair. They breathe the same blood. We're all the same. The only thing they're doing, they, they, how they, those who are doing to get after it, to, to get to accomplish their goal, is just they are executed. And I think I made a post about this the other day. This is just something that like you know, my mind for a long period of time, and it's just you know, I think it's a it's a quote by uh, Denzel Washington on one of his uh, got like an NAACP Image Award last year, and it said, uh, you know, I mean, 
commitment gets you started. But most importantly, consistency takes you to the finish line. So, you know, a lot of people just, it's, I mean, the only thing I do out there, this is what I want to do, I committed to it. And I know I'm out this time, I'm not going to accomplish it, you know, overnight. Um, I know it's going to take some time, and I'm in it for the long haul. And uh, that, so if you're looking at me thinking, I just got here, you know, or, you know, just, you know, I'm just this guy who just gets out the way. I'm normal. Do I have bad days? Yes. You know, you have to self-talk to yourself, hey, buddy, you know, stay, you know, get hard. You know, uh, you know, circle up, you know, what, what are you doing? I mean, feeling down, pick yourself up. Everybody's capable of doing, you know, these things. So, you know, going after, accomplishing goal. Uh, you're going to, you know, we all well, have ups and downs. You know, it's, it's part of life. You know, it's going to happen. You, know, you can either sit down and, you know, be sorry for yourself and vocal about it, or you can, you know, stand up and get after it and, you know, make shit happen. So, but to, sorry, to wrap it up, I mean, I'm not, you know, one thing I won't really know, I'm not special. Uh, I'm not different. I'm normal. I'm a bro. You know, don't be surprised if I'm being back and back a beer or two, you know, stops, you know, somewhere, you know, and never shocked if I see if I curse. I'm just, I'm a normal guy. I'm like, I mean, come across happy and go lucky and, you know, and, and you know, great vibes. And we all have, I mean, I have, you have downtimes, you know, you just, you just have a process in place, a technique in place, to, you know, self talk yourself out of it and just drive home. So. I think I think you'd really fit in here. From what I heard, um, you know, you are a mental badass that's not accepting of average. I think that kind of sums go. it up. But I mean, absolutely, like you, you made. I mean, we are made to do extraordinary things. You know, it's. I mean, which I mean, I get really, really pained when I see somebody that's trying to set themselves. You know, but, I mean, they're standing too low, or you know, like no, fuck that. Like, <laughs> I mean, you can you can do this shit. Hell yeah! So just apply yourself, put a plan together, and just fucking execute. I love it, man. Yeah, um, we really appreciate you uh, coming on here to the gym closet and and talking to us. You know, a lot of what you have talked about, we've we've talked you know a ton about in, in our message and and the fact that you know you're not accepting of average and and you can push past those mental boundaries and and you can you know you can uh, live life as well. You know, and and so all of those things again. We are uh, finishing up here with Sam Okanola. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we really appreciate talking to you. No, thank you guys for having me, man. And I love what you guys do. Appreciate what you guys do. Uh, shining the light on a lot of veterans, not just veterans. You know, a lot of guys who are you know, the life of the line. Uh, you know, so, to save others uh, means a lot. I uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, keep, uh, keep, keep, keep rocking, man. Stay hard. Hell yeah. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks a lot. Another huge thank you to Sam. That was an awesome interview, guys. If you are skipping to the segments, go ahead and go back and listen to that interview. It's awesome information about um, bodybuilding and perseverance. And some of he was the best bodybuilder in 2017 in the natural world. So that's something to to really be uh, hang your hat on. And uh, being one of those guys, it takes a lot of hard work. So go back and listen to that. Um, we do have an athlete shout out. All of the athletes that did the trench run this last weekend, thank you so much. Congratulations, you guys killed it. Heard some awesome stories. If I do miss anybody that did it, please uh, leave a comment and uh, and we'll get you another shout out. But I know uh, Mitch 
Oslin, I know Sean, uh, Bobby, and Glenn, Jeff, as well as Callista, um, and I think there were several more that I probably missed. Hart Compton was there as well, so those are just off the top of my head, so congratulations. I also want to congratulate Callista on her first try that she did on Saturday, the, the day before the trench run, so she had a busy weekend, but I guess she got first in her age group, 35 to 39-year-old females, and uh, killed it. So congratulations. Again, you guys are awesome. We have some badass athletes, and I love uh, I love seeing all of the activities and everything that everybody is doing. Literally every week we have new athletes doing some awesome badass stuff. So uh, congratulations, and we are super excited to be on the team and, and to be able to coach some of you athletes on a daily basis. So um, that is it for us in the gym closet. We are going to... We are going to be back next week with uh, one of our coaches. Trace will be on uh, talking about the Ankeny Fire Department. So stay tuned for that. But thanks, everybody, for listening. If you can please do us a favor, go on, subscribe, rate, and review um, the podcast, The Gym Closet, on iTunes and on Stitcher, however you listen. And then go on our Instagram and follow myself tr crave strong crave with a k and zach downs one and at jordan dot hildreth and then uh, check us out at the gym closet podcast on instagram and facebook thanks a lot